Welcome back to G Truth, uh, where we only talk about the one and only, one and only, good truth that's out there. Uh, I'm usually correct about a whole lot of things, and yeah, we're in this episode today. We're going to be talking about the weeks, my week seventeen predictions. I don't care about what you hear elsewhere. Just know that my predictions are most likely going to be true, as last week I was fourteen and two on my predictions. I got fourteen right out of sixteen. Those two I got wrong were the Raiders, where they just played well against the Broncos. They just had an exceptional. I don't know. They just played well. I didn't really watch the game because it was the Raiders and Broncos. I'm not wanting to watch that. It was, it was horrible. And then the other one that the other prediction that I got wrong was the Chargers against the Ravens, where I believe that the Chargers had opportunities to win against that Ravens defense, but they just shot themselves in the foot on offense with penalties that brought them back from gaining momentum. And then I don't really want to get into the whole refereeing stuff, but that played a part too, where they just couldn't gather gather momentum and there were just stoppages over and over and over and over again. And then the Ravens just simply destroyed that Chargers offensive line and exposed their really one weakness, which is the offensive line. But before I get into my predictions, I just want to say that in the upcoming weeks for the new year, by the way, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, all that stuff, 12 Days of Christmas, celebrate it while you can. It's going to be great. Um, but... I hope that by next year, I get some sort of, like, musical intro or outro just to spice things up, keep it more interesting, um, and I get a lot more co-hosts, stuff like that, people that I can, like, bounce ideas off of and have on this show to talk with. Alright, now I'm going to start diving into my Week 17 predictions. First off, Dolphins and Bills, no one cares about this game, has no playoff implication. No one cares. These first two games have no playoff implication, no one cares about these games. But I believe the Dolphins beat the Bills. It's going to be a tough, tight game. It's going to be extremely boring. The Bills have the second worst defense in the league when it comes to points. They give up the second most points in the whole league, really. Uh... Both teams do give up a whole lot of points, uh, both the Dolphins and the Bills, but the Bills don't give up as many yards, but I don't think that will stop the the Dolphins, really, because they have different methods of attacking. Uh, I really couldn't care less about this game, but I had Dolphins winning in a tight one. Um, Lions and Packers. This game doesn't really matter also for playoff implications, but I believe that the Packers win. The Lions have a horrible offense, but also defense more of. Um, And I think that Aaron Rodgers still wants to prove that the front office made the right decision in firing Mike McCoy. Not Mike McCoy, Mike McCarthy. Um, And I think that he wants to prove that he is their guy and that he can do whatever he needs to do to get the win, and that Mike McCarthy was holding him back, and I think that he just shreds that bad defense in the Lions. I think the Lions put up a decent amount of points, but the Packers just blow him out. So, like, 
probably not a score of like forty one twenty, but you know, somewhere close to that, like thirty seven twenty or something like that. Jets at Patriots in New England. That's an easy win for the Patriots. Um there's not really much of a an argument there, I guess. I mean aside from maybe like Sam Darnold has some sort of like crazy game um that he is prone to have and he's shown to have. But then he also has those really bad games and I think that the Patriots just have a good game and they're playing against the Jets who have not played against who have not played well against the Patriots in recent years. And I think that Sam Darnold goes back to his inconsistent self or or continues being his inconsistent self as he has been for the whole entire season and has a bad game against Bill Belichick's defense and that Tom Brady does what he needs to do to get the W and secure the first round bye for the Patriots, which help, which will help them in their Super Bowl endeavors. Next up, Panthers and Saints. Cam is still out for the Panthers. Saints get the easy W. Christian McCaffrey is not going to have a field day with this with that Saints defense uh, lingering there, especially that run defense. And I think that the Panthers get blown out. That's as simple as it is. Cowboys-Giants. Now, a lot of people are saying that this game, that the Giants can win. But, I mean, it's a rivalry game. The Giants definitely have a shot. But I don't think Eli Manning really bound, like has another great performance like he had last week against uh, the Colts. And they lost that game as well. Uh, but I don't think that they... I just don't think that Eli has that same sort of performance. And he goes back to that Eli that he's been for this whole year, inconsistent, just like Sam Darnold. And the Cowboys defense just plays really well off that. They have a great run defense as well. I think it's fifth in the league. So that slows down the Giants' offense uh, that's run through Saquon Barkley. And and he'll have his uh, yards, and he'll play well. But the Cowboys have a great run defense, which will slow him down, give that offense a lot of time. The the Giants do not have a great run defense, um, which I believe will allow the Cowboys to run the to run the ball, do whatever they need to do on offense, really, and which will allow them to control the game, as well as the clock, and basically basically do what the Ravens do, which is limit the possessions that the, uh, the, that the uh, opposing team has. But So I think that the Cowboys do win this game. It's going to be closer than it really should be, I believe. Next up is Falcons and Buccaneers. I couldn't care less about this game, but I have Falcons winning in a shootout. They did so earlier in this season, and I think that they do the same thing again. This game could be catastrophic just watching because Janice Winston probably is going to be starting. And he could go off for three touchdowns, or he can go off for five interceptions. It could, be, it could be one of those days for Jameis Winston, but I still have the Falcons winning. Jaguars and Texans. I think that the Texans hang on to the number three seed with this win against the Jaguars. Now, now the Jaguars do have a good defense, but they're so quick to quit for this whole season, especially with Blake Bortles there. They just have been quick to quit, and I think that as soon as the Texans put up 
7, 10, 13 points, that Jaguars defense is going to say, you know, whatever, this is a wasted season. I don't care. We have a trash QB. Oh, well. And I just think that the Texans win. They have a better defense statistically than the Jaguars do this season. And Blake Bortles, who's going to be starting reportedly for the Jaguars this week, is going to get eaten up by that Texans defense with J.J. Watt and Jadavion Clowney. And the Texans get a nice and easy divisional win. The Chargers and Broncos game. Now, I think the Chargers just win this game. Not from a statistical point of view. And they probably would from a a, uh, statistical point of view. But I think that this comes more out of emotion. And that they win this game more out out of revenge. uh, For losing at home against the Broncos. In a game that they really should have won. But I think that they look back at that game saying that it cost them the number one seed and I think that, and I think that they I think that, that propels them emotionally to come into the Broncos Stadium and leave with a W. Raiders and Chiefs, yes the Chiefs uh, lost against the Seahawks and against the Chargers and are on a two game skid right now. Um but I just don't see them losing against the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders beat the Steelers, uh, the Broncos on Monday. But they're coming off a short week. Chiefs ha- have had some time to rest. Um, and I should not see the Chiefs really losing this game at all. But I do expect the Raiders to keep it a lot closer, though, than than people think. Uh, but, they're, but they're not going to win. And, and I think that... The result of this game is that Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs gets to 50 touchdowns and 5,000 passing yards and secures the number one seed in the AFC. How that will fare for them in the playoffs, I'll talk about in another episode. Next up is the 49ers and Rams, and I want to talk about this game with the Bears and Vikings game. Now, I think that the Rams are going to go all out because they want that number two seed really bad because they clearly need it to get Todd Gurley back fully healthy to make sure that they get their scheming right because there's just a lot of flaws with this team right now that I think that they want to clear up uh, with the bye. But I think that the Rams are going to play their starters because they want that uh, number two seed. They're going to destroy a scrappy but... Mostly bad for forty nine ers squad, but I do believe that Nick Nick Mullins and uh, the Niners are are going to keep it close for a while and kind of give the Rams a bit of a fright. But then the Rams are going to pull away and win by a large margin and do what they have been doing for the first half of the, of the season. Next up is the Bears and Vikings, which I believe will go along with the forty nine ers and Rams game. And I, I'm, uh, this is this is not my own original idea, but more of one that I kind of heard, uh, while I was kind of re- researching uh, stuff for this topic, is that the Bears want to win this game, but this game's going on at the exact same time as the Forty ers and Rams game, and if you do not know. If the Bears do win this game against the Vikings and the Rams lose their game 
then the Bears get the number two seed in the NFC. But as I was listening to, if the Rams in the Niners game is close, I I think that the Bears will keep their starters in so that they can get the win against the Vikings because I think that they will in general and they hope and pray that the Rams lose against the Niners after saying that it may be a close game. But if the Rams are blowing out the Niners, then I believe that the Bears just pull their starters from the game and just rest them, maybe get the W against the Vikings, but I think that they lean over more to resting if if, if they see the Rams are destroying the Niners. Otherwise, they're going to keep the starters in, but either way, I see them winning this game. And I... I mean, Kirk Cousins, like, numbers-wise, statistically, plays decently in must-win scenarios in elimination games. But the problem is that I don't care about what sort of stats you get. I care about results. Which is why, like, I don't really care about the whole GOAT discussion in the NBA or in the NFL. It, for, for me, it's all about results. Whether or not you win. And... Kirk Cousins in an elimination game, even though he plays statistically well or decently, he does not deliver a win for his team. And I think that the same thing happens in this game where the Vikings just don't win and Kirk Cousins can't deliver that win. And that Bears defense just completely overwhelms him in that first half. And the, and depending on that, how the 49ers and Rams game goes, um, the Bears either pull their starters or keep their starters in. But either way, I see them still getting a W. Next game is the Bengals and Steelers. I have the Steelers winning in another scrappy game. Uh, similar to how I think the um, more Cowboys-Giants game is going to be. Where it's, where it's divisional rivals. They're going to be going at it. Bengals and Steelers have a history of you know always getting sort of like violent or not not violent but you know penalty heavy in each other's faces stuff like that with Vontez Burfick, Juju Smith-Schuster things like that but I think the Steelers want to keep their playoff hopes alive especially Mike Tomlin I I believe that whether or not he deserves it I think that he will be definitely on the hot seat if they lose this game or even if they win it and they do not make the playoffs and I think that that's kind of sad but I think that's just the way it is. And especially with the Steelers, with the expectations that they've had season in and season out, every single season for the past, you know, few years, they've been expected to get deep into the playoffs, maybe win a Super Bowl, but they just haven't. And for me, it's just a lot of it has to do with Big Ben Antonio Brown and Mike Tomlin, just their attitudes, their leadership, and just those two aspects combined and what they care about. Because I see Antonio Brown, and I think he cares about his stats more than he cares about wins. And he cares more about sort of like the dancing, sort of like business and booming sort of attitude than, you know, the team's winning attitude. But I think that the Steelers do win in a tough contest since both teams are rivals. It's going to be tough, but they do pull out the win. And the Bengals are, of course, going to shoot themselves in the foot and cost themselves the game that they could easily win and continue to 
lose with Hugh Jackson on their team. I don't know what it is about Hugh Jackson. He's a curse for whatever franchise. The Bengals have not been playing well when when he's been there. I mean, they were technically on like the down slope uh, before he even got there this season. But it's just really weird seeing that like they continue to lose with him on the squad, and then the Bengals, not the Bengals, the Browns are doing really well with him off the squad. Next game is Cardinals and Seahawks. Seahawks are just simply the better team. I have them winning. Not really much reason to it, just that they're the better team, and they're going to be in Seattle. So that's going to be a really nice win for Seattle to cap off the season and most likely play against the Cowboys in the playoffs, in the, in the wild card game. Next up is the Eagles and Redskins, and I believe, I believe in Nick Foles. I believe that Nick Foles carries these Eagles to a win with that rejuvenated defense and offense that just rallies behind them. I don't know why. They just really like him. They rally behind him. They get the win. Josh Johnson, the Raider, the Redskins QB, impressed me last week against, I believe, the Titans. Yeah, Titans. Even though, even though they lost. But I don't think that he's good enough and the offense is not good enough and that defense is not good enough either to help get the Redskins the win and make sure that the Eagles do not make the playoffs. I believe that Nick Foles continues this magical run into the playoffs where they will have a chance against the Bears. Um, And I think that he just shreds that Redskins defense and they get the win. That's about it. And I think that they get into the playoffs as a succeed. Uh, next up is the Browns and Ravens. Now, everyone that I've listened to so far has the Ravens winning. And I gotta tell you, I mean, I understand why. I, I, I understand why. The Baker Mayfield and the Browns won in their first matchup against the Ravens um, by three points in the 12-9 to game. Now, the Ravens were playing good defense then, uh, but both teams are very different now. Ravens are, are a lot more di- uh, versatile on, on the offensive side with Lamar Jackson as their QB, where they can both run and pass, where they're more um, prone to run the ball, even in uh, longer situations. And the Browns don't have Hugh Jackson anymore which has somehow helped them a lot because Baker's been, like I pointed out, uh, either last week or two weeks, no, last week, yeah, that he's played a lot better with Hugh Jackson off the team. And for me in this game, I just have a feeling. There's no stats to it. I just have a feeling, gut feeling, that Baker pulls out this improbable win in Baltimore against the Ravens. I don't know how he's going to do it, but they have a talented squad in Cleveland with Nick Chubb, uh, Duke Johnson, and the wide receiving core with Jarvis Landry, Richard Higgins, um, and Baker Mayfield, and a decent offensive line, and that defense is pretty underrated. And I don't think that they're as good as the Ravens, but I think that they can still beat the Ravens, and I believe that Baker Mayfield may just wake up feeling dangerous. 
Colts and Titans. Now, this game determines who of the two get into the playoffs, which will be very, it will be very, very interesting to, to see how this comes out. Um, I got to say, I have the Colts winning. The Titans' win against the Redskins last week was very unimpressive. Their offense was not clicking at all. I think they won like 23-10, to 10, but that's only because Malcolm Butler got a pick six at the end when Josh Johnson threw a Hail Mary and it came up significantly short of the of the targeted wide receiver and Malcolm Butler for for whatever reason decided to run that in for a touchdown to run off the score but it was a close game against the Redskins um I think I think that the Colts win I think that Titans Stevens is very good but Andrew Luck is is too good too He's on fire right now. And in my opinion, when you look at most valuable, valuable, valuable in bold, bright red ink, valuable, I think he's the most valuable player in, in the whole NFL. Um, I think that you take any other QB off their squad and replace them with an average QB or the QB that was there before them. Well, okay, a decent QB, I guess. Um, I think that they don't post up similar numbers, but they do similar things with their team. But I think that Luck is just that MVP caliber type of player. And the Titans are just too inconsistent on defense and offense. And and I think that the Colts do win. It's going to be a tough contest. Um, but I believe that Colts pull away within the last two or three minutes. It'll be like a three, four, five-point game, and then the Colts will get a field goal or touchdown to extend the lead and carry them to a victory. I think that, that game against the Giants last week showed just how res- how resilient they are and how much they do want to win, whereas the Titans win just felt kind of... It, it didn't feel right to me against the Redskins. So games to watch... And I'm going to do this by importance and uh, entertainment value. So I'm going to run down the list. Um, Entertainment value, I think the Lions and Packers game is going to be pretty good. But competitively, it's not going to be good at all. Now, entertainment-wise and and competitive-wise, the Cowboys and Giants game is going to be fantastic to watch. It's going to be amazing to see these two teams fight it out, even though only one of them has playoff implication or playoff hopes. But I believe that the Giants will still take this opportunity to try to hinder the Cowboys' uh, momentum going into uh, the wild card round. Next up, two games to watch. Like I said before, that that I believe are closely linked, 40, 49ers and Rams. It's not going to be competitive. It's not. It's not going to be. It's not going to be competitive or entertaining. But it does have a lot of importance, especially for the second game, the Bears and Vikings game, which I believe is going to be entertaining, fun to watch. It's going to be very competitive. It's going to be both teams trying to fight it out because Bears want that num- number two seed and the Vikings want that number six seed in the in the NFC. Um, 
like I said, I think I believe that the Bears win, but it's gonna be a dogfight and it's gonna be very entertaining. It's gonna be more of a defensive game though, so be pre- so be prepared for that. Bengals and Steelers is always entertaining and competitive. A lot of uh, roughhousing and fighting going on in those games. It's just a game for the casual fan to watch and kind of enjoy, but not a game for Steelers fans and Bengals to really enjoy. Um, as much as us casuals fan, well, not me per se, but other casual fans to watch. Now, the other game to watch is the Browns and Ravens. And I'll tell you why. Whether or not Baker produces any magic or feels dangerous in that game, it's going to be entertaining because both teams have good defenses. And you have Lamar Jackson there who always seems to do something spectacular for that team, especially when he's running on his feet. And that play calling for them, although for me... It is a bit predictable. I guess for other teams, it is not. And it allows an element of surprise and sort of diversity in the whole NFL. As it it is a style that you do not see being played out right now. And those are my one, two, three, uh, four, five games that are going to be Extremely interesting, fun to watch, and entertaining and of importance. So, thank you. You'll see me next year in 2019. Unless something crazy happens in the NBA or or NFL from now to then. I doubt that there will be. But if there is, I'll be right on, on it, on the topic. But for now, it is... The G-Truth signing off. Peace.